Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening, and welcome to Timelines. <laughs> that was a genuine attempt at a ref. I got caught in my throat. Very caught in very a trap. <laughs> oh no. Hey. Now um, we haven't introduced you yet, so fuck up. Yeah, thank you. Let's do our thing. Hello, my name is Chesney. Hi, Chesney. Hello. Hello. He's looking so well today. Thank you. I've come straight from work. He's looking so well. <laughs> and you You've are? never looked better. Thank you. You've never looked better. Um, hello, it's me. It's your girl, Jordan. You all right? A sudden lease of life. You a, sure? s- a sudden lease of life. What, just in the last two seconds? Just in the last two seconds. I know I have an audience now, so I'm on. I'm <laughs> chirpy, chirpy. Ready, ready, ready. Now, we... Once again, sadly, are without the third tightest lad, Miss oh Abby O'Neill. Goodness. She's a bit ill again, folks. Poor girl. So what we thought we would do, um, as a bit of like, you know, a, a thank you to our fans, we thought we'd run a competition for, you know, one of our, you know, special fans to come and be <laughs> our special <laughs> guest extra host. Kind of like Make-A-Wish Foundation, but for the podcast. But for the podcast, yeah. Yes. And amazingly... Out of all the incredible applicants that we got. Thousands upon thousands. We have one here with us today. So our guest host for today, please welcome, Nikki Kelly. Nikki Kelly. Oh my God. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Are you honoured? Are you thrilled? I'm so thrilled. I sent a two-part essay as to why I should have been on time. It was a a lot of spelling mistakes, to be honest (laughs) with you. In (laughs) what is now about 40 episodes, you are the first guest host in an oh in-studio guest God. the first in-studio guest yeah you're right I'm so actually yeah. and it's also your second appearance on the podcast is, nikki yeah. killer oh, honestly anything that happened in season one is almost non-existent to me at this point yeah I fair know, enough but you have you have but you have been on it before i have you have that was yeah. mid lock was it lockdown it was it, it would have been because it was a zoomer yeah it was, a zoomer, it was. Yeah. It was. we had the zoomies yeah mm-hmm. i look i listen back to some of these first season episodes and they are, the, the sound quality is ridiculous. Awful. Mm-hmm. What sometimes happens, I listen to the most recent episode and then it'll automatically, as soon as it finishes, go back to the first one. And it sounds like we're kind of like in a hostage warehouse with like echo, echo, echo. And we're like, well, I will yes. say, we literally, we recorded that first episode around one USB microphone mm-hmm. in my living room, which is on a main road. Yeah, it was bad. Really bad. Really terrible. Really bad. And look at us now. Look at you now. Look at us now. I mean, the, the sound quality has gone up, but what we actually talk about, the quality of that has just gone Oh, God. Yeah. Way Le- less preparation. <laughs> less joy. <laughs> less I joy. think. Now, speaking of um, preparation and, and hopefully joy, that's something that, you know, usually will come out of uh, a good date. <laughs> uh. And that's what, we, uh, <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to be talking about dating. Don't we love it? Dating. Sex. Sex while dating. Yeah. Dating while having sex. We thought yeah. we'd just say sex in the first minute of the of the episode. Because it locks them in. <laughs> yeah. Locked. Now, I want to start off by asking you, but I know, I'll be, uh, Jordan, I don't want this to sound horrible, but I know you haven't done much in the way of, you know, dates. Oh, no, I haven't. You're completely yeah. right. And you're looking so well today, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I, I will pitch my question first straight to you, Nikki. Go on. I'd love to hear, just sort of <coughs> <as> a slag. <laughs> As an amalgamation, no. 
maybe your best and worst date stories and then any yeah. other crazy dates that might um might come to mind oh god well 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 i mean this is the first time i've been single per se in mm, i've been single for a little while but like this is the first time i've been in london on my own single since i actually moved for training to be honest so um, what's that Five, five years, yeah, yeah, five years, I think. Um, a girl in her 20s mm -hmm. in London in the big city, yeah, single. It's a Netflix single. series, it's well, I know, just me, Emily in Paris, <laughs> Nikki in Greenwich. I mean, it's not as classy as Emily in Paris, but we can try, yeah, we can try. Mm -hmm. Oh, in regards Nikki to Nikki in Deptford, Nikki in Deptford, yeah, literally, but um, in regards to dates, I've not. They're probably it's probably like pre my relationships to be honest because since I've been in London it's not so much been dates it's been more oh I'm a bit bored like I will get you know get on Hinge or get on a dating app and mm. see what's about and um, just to confirm Hinge is your chosen method of communication it is my right chosen now method. I fully agree yeah he's both love up <laughs> unhinged <laughs> it is I would unhinged. just say it's it's a lot easier to like start up a conversation and actually like find something to talk about and get something started on Hinge yeah. than it is on Tinder. Oh, definitely. I was scared to go on Tinder, you know. I actually was because the last time I was on Tinder, I was 18. Just mm. come back from Dubai, um, like living in the UK again. And I was terrified of Tinder. It was just a whole other ball game. So it I does feel a bit like a meat market, doesn't yep, it? Yeah, completely. And I just felt like, even though I'm not exactly looking for like, a relationship per se i felt like i don't know why i thought hinge was more manageable i thought maybe the conversation would be a bit better um it's like a classier version of tinder maybe maybe yeah i think it was a classier version like a year ago oh and God. then people started catching on to it yeah you're right there there's bumble as well isn't there there is i've, no, I've is never done bumble, bumble the one where the girl has to write first it is yeah is it yeah. it is but then if it's two guys, I don't know what that situation is. If it's two is. guys, you just do whatever you Free want. Free for all, as usual. Neither yeah. of you are allowed to message. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the problem I have is messaging first, which is what I'm trying to get used to. I just can't, like find it so hard to message first because yeah. what, what do you say? It's really odd because I I am very, very used now to messaging first because it's usually yeah. in what it seems to be is that genuinely the boy will message first yeah yeah and it's genuinely actually quite surprising when i receive a message and it's first. from a girl first i'm like oh it's quite nice yeah but i'm not used to it it's, yeah. it's a very odd feeling literally I'd, i mean i've had like george who i'm living with i've had george like do my head basically i've had george no <laughs> no not in that way <laughs> no i've had george look at him, my hinge and i'll be like you can just pl play about with it for like however long mm. and he just sit on my phone just scroll 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 and he has been like like message the odd few person and stuff like that like the first to like send a message but i find it i don't know why i'm great in person chatting in person's great but i think over like the phone over like a dating app messaging first is just a bit difficult i don't know what to say <sighs> You ever you ever done anything like dating apps wise? You know. Oh yeah, I was on all of them back in the day, back in the old wild west. Um, as you know, Grinder is an absolute cesspit. <laughs> it's oh god, it's mm. it's it's the slums of dating apps. Like it's it's Grinders. <sighs> yeah, it's mm. it's rough. 
um, had Tinder for a while too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what you find is that the, the exact same people that come up on your Tinder are the exact same people that would come up on your like grinder anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you know. Yeah. And you know the types of people that come up on your like grinder or whatnot is like do I really attract those kind of people? I did have an app called Scruff for a while. Scruff. <laughs> Scruff. So Grinder is basically for like everybody. Tinder seems to be for the guys that have a job. And Scruff is for people with like body hair. <laughs> body I don't know. <laughs> the scruffy lot. Scruff. But I went on Scruff because someone said to me one time, oh, that's where like the older gentlemen are. And oh. you know I'm into an older man. Yeah. So yeah. I went on there. But then people have to woof at you. And I was like, no, I'm not about that. So oh I quickly God. came off scruff. Like, I'm like, but I'm you not. love a woof. I love a woof. I don't love being cat woofed calling. at. It's I'm cat the calling, woofer. But over the phone, basically. It's like the gay version of cat calling. Dog yeah. calling. Woof. Oh my yeah. God. Wow. But no, I was on all of them back in the day. Yeah. So to to go back to my original question. Yes. Sorry. Dates. Dates. There. Yeah. So in regards to dates, oh my God, I think. Hmm. I started like dating way back when, like high school, probably. Primary school, I went on my first ever date at a bowling alley. Um, I remember what I wore, everything, like, to a T. But I think... Chapless. <laughs> that's, uh, a th- cha- that's a thing, actually, another tangent. At what age do you, like, count it? That's the thing. I wouldn't know. Because, like... like, I had a... I, the, the first girlfriend that I actually count was when I was in year seven. Yeah. And she was in year ten. Chesney. Yeah. Cougar. Yeah. And that's the first one I like actually count. Yeah. And obviously you had like girlfriends in year six and year five and that. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. I, want for, I guess it changes for everybody. But what is the age in which you sort of go, that was a child thing. This yeah. was a growing adult thing. Definitely. I mean, I had a boyfriend in year five. Hmm. And he, he was my boyfriend because he used to ring up the house phone. Uh, oh, nights. that's how you know. Yeah. And it was just, and we'd we'd go out on like day outs together, but the parents would be there. Lush. It, was be, it would be like <laughs> yeah. the parents would make sure we were all okay. So te- if we're thinking like technically, it was like year five, I probably was like, I have a boyfriend. Obviously, mm-hmm. I was literally a child. Um, but <laughs> I think my first like serious, serious relationship was when I was, well, I met this guy, I was 14. He was three years older than me at the time. And my family hosted a party and it was like a marquee party. So they got people in to do food, drinks, everything. It was like a big <laughs> event because it was a lot of people's birthday. And he was working at the event as, oh. you know, bar, you know, behind the bar. And I was there. 14. 14. Oh, Chesney. I looked a state at 14. I looked older than 14, but I looked right. a state. I was there in like mesh dress, heels. Um, Go on, girl. Beehive, big false eyelashes. I was batting at them like, hi. Yeah, hi, yeah, yeah. Hi. <laughs> and um, we we were just chatting for a bit. Then we stopped talking because, you know, it just fizzled out. And then when I was 17, he messaged me again and was like, do you remember me? And I was like, oh, hello. And we started dating. And that was my first serious relationship, mm. I'd say. You'd have the things and boyfriends and everything in high school. But I'd say my first serious relationship because that lasted like two years. And yeah, 17, yeah. he was 20 at the mm. time. A bit older. So I thought, yes, I'm mature. Yeah. 
so that was my first one and he took me out my first date with with him was a coffee date went for a coffee and then from there it was like i think it was pizza hut or something oh lush i'll go to the ice cream mountain get the uh yeah fantastic yeah so but it's probably after two dates i was like yeah he is my boyfriend we are together i do not want to see anyone else it was so much more binary when you were when you were younger it was literally like you went on a date and then you said can you be boyfriend and girlfriend yep and then yes we are now boyfriend and girlfriend yep 100 percent, 100 percent. and i think that was my pattern that i had for a long time mm. like until about two months ago mm, um <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you for that um no like i think it was you'd go on one date two dates but then you'd be like okay well we kind of like each other we know that why why would we see anyone else we're kind of basically together now and that was the yeah. pattern and that was the thing for years and that's how i ended up in the relationships i was in you'd go on one date two dates and they go no i do like you i don't want to see anyone else really and it'd be like, oh, okay. It wasn't that opportunity to really yeah. go out and explore different dates, bad dates, good dates, like terrible mm-hmm. dates. So, yeah. I mean, what about you with the dating situation? To be fair, I'm I'm quite similar in the sense that I I had never been on a date with somebody that I didn't know yeah. beforehand mm-hmm. until about three months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, up until that point, it had always been a quite a similar thing. Of It was somebody that I already knew or was a friend beforehand and then sort of decided, should we maybe do, should yeah. we go further with it or should we try this sort of thing? Mm. Or it would have appeared out of nowhere and you were at a party and yeah. something happened and it progressed. So I'd never really had an actual, like, date trying to pull somebody before not knowing them. Yeah. Which is quite strange because then... Going into it um, a couple of months ago, I just sort of, I had this this phase where it was just, look, I, I don't want anything. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to go out and like get, like in the sense, go any further than a one date with these people. Yeah. But I feel like I should just so I've had the experience of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I think that made it quite an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Because I wasn't going out there going, God, I'm desperate to find somebody. I've got to put my all into this day. I've got to try and be the oh, best yeah. version of myself. Yeah. I just sort of showed up and was like, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go with it. I think it's the best way to do it though. When you're in your twenties and you're kind of single, especially in London, mm. like it's such a massive city with so many different kind of people here. Balls to the what? Walls. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I think it's the best thing to do. I think is to experience it and just go for it and not, speak too much and just be like yeah i'm obviously safe like you have yeah, to be yeah, safe yeah. going out and about um in london but if you feel comfortable tell your enough, friends where you are exactly share your location always but i think it's important to just go out there and like you said be yourself don't yeah. try and be the best version of you just go out there meet them have a conversation yeah. and then you're also, we're adults now we can say if you don't feel the vibe and it's not really uh, you don't need to see them again and i think it's that i have that problem where it's like I feel obliged. Yeah, you've you've seen them once. It was fine. You can't pick anything wrong with it, but yeah. you're still just like, I don't really want to see him again. No. But now you want to be like, oh yeah, of course I'd love to see you again. Literally, Ooh. it's you try and not bring it up on the date. You kind of just go, okay. all right, see ya. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lovely to meet you. Bye. Yeah, literally, literally. But I still, I've not been on a date yet since I have moved. And when was it? I moved here. It was about a month ago. 
so I only sort of, when did I go on Hinge? It was about a week ago, so I'm not, you know, it's not been a long time at all, but I'm You're still... You're just starting to dip your toe in, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I'm a bit like, I've, okay. I've been on a grand total of two, so I think we're, yeah. at, we're at a similar sort of expertise level. Yeah, exactly. I think it's more so, now we're in our 20s and stuff, it's like, what do we want? Out of it, really. We're saying now we're in our 20s as if we've just entered our 20s. I know. I am 25. <laughs> Let's just say that. I've been in my 20s for the last five years. Maybe the other half of your 20s. Maybe I'm thinking more that. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. in the other half of my 20s. What do I actually want? Now you're want? a real adult. Yes. Ooh. I think it's as soon as I turned 25, I went, oh, okay, right. A quarter of a century. Oh, it makes me feel sick. But Jordan, you got uh, anything to add on the date front? Tell me. Your dating history, I suppose. Um, I think I spoke about this before, but I've only properly been on one date. And it was the date where I got with somebody else in front of me and I left. So it wasn't ideal. <laughs> so that's the only date I've properly been on. That was first year of uni. I mean, I've... Because essentially, since I've properly known you, you've been in the same relationship. Well, yeah. Mm. Um, but like back home, dating isn't a thing. People don't go on dates. Mm. The only people I know that go on dates back home are like married couples who are like want to get away from the kids for a night like back yeah. home dates aren't a thing you go on spins so someone might pick you up and i don't know you get fingered in a park oh, or something spin yeah yeah yeah, you, yeah. You, but like dates are not a thing back home and like yeah. i never i was actually thinking about this the other day i cannot imagine living at home and dating in the context of being yeah. at home yeah like actually because i think me i think it actually might have been me and you nikki that were having a conversation about like yeah it was us like the boyfriend or the girlfriend coming to stay at your house and like your mum being there and i was like yeah that yeah. blew my mind because i could never ever imagine myself at home dating people and like having them come around the house and having them stay over like that does not even cross my mind because i would have genuinely if i was still living at home i still to this day don't think i would have ever been on a date because you just don't do that back home yeah mm -hmm. i can't imagine dating in that, the context of living back at home is that yeah. as a as a gay man or is that in any no, anybody at that sort of age at I home i know i think it's a gay thing mm. well no do you mean do people do straight couples go on dates yeah no not really any is it such a tiny town that it's like well oh. you kind of know everybody anyway yeah yeah and like like you're not gonna go on tinder and, and see somebody yeah. that you've not seen before and go, oh, literally and like thing? people have tinder and people have all that but like most of the time anybody i know that's got together or couples that get together they always like know each other or were in school together or friend of a friend or got yeah. with each other on a night out and a one night stand turned into a two night stand and then boom married and kids yeah you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it's that's the i it's, think that's it's, the it's, scary. it's a thing it's, it's a thing but it's like it's not it's that like universal thing of seeing somebody from your old school at your own hometown who's yeah. still at your old hometown and they're with the person they were with at school yeah. and they've just brought a house and they've got a baby yeah. and they're 23 and you're like, yeah, like oh both my like both my sisters as an example, they were both, they both married their first boyfriends. Really? That they met, they both met at 17. Wow. Yeah. And both had kids to their first boyfriends. See, so it's the like. the thought of that terrifies me mm -hmm. terrifies yeah. me i think it's a, some people just find it so quick and it's fabulous amazing but the guys i was dating when i was 17 well let's talk about this you love drug dealers go oh no <laughs> I, I do not i'm just um they love you we, they we were chatting. love you we were chatting before and i was like obviously on hinge you can um 
people obviously like your profile, like your photo, and that's how you end up talking. It's not just like you can just send a message to someone yeah. randomly. Um, and I reckon the first couple of days that I had Hinge, I sent a screenshot literally to Jordan, and I was like, are you having a laugh? <laughs> and this boy, I'm going to say boy, he was literally mid-20s. He was like self-employed. Um, and the photo was him sat at a restaurant, Gucci scarf around his face with a burner phone right on the table. I'm not <laughs> even joking. It was a normal phone and then a and burner then phone right next to it. Oh, honestly. And I was like, but that, that tells me what type of girl you are, that you spot the burner I phone so quick. <laughs> no, that tells me more about you well, and your situation. Well, no, I feel like when you're younger, like I said, when I was 17 if we just bring that one up, mm. he was definitely a dodgy boy. But I was so naive to it. Like, he pulled up to pick me up from that first, like, the first date, first coffee date, in a full-out blacked-out Mercedes. He was, what, 20 then? Mm. And he was all decked out to the nines. And I was like, this is great. This is great. Oh, my God. Amazing. He must be picking up extra shit. Yeah, literally. The, yeah. <laughs> um, little did I know, he paid everything with cash. Can we just put that there? Ah. Like, restaurant stuff, pay cash. And he'd, I loved it at the time because he'd, like, obviously when you're younger and stuff, and I was a bit of a girly girl, so I did, like, my makeup, my clothes and all that stuff. He'd drop some clothes off at home and be like, oh, I'm picking you up tonight. We're, we're going to go out and go here and there. And I'd be like... I love this. I've still got a pair of heels that I still wear to this day. Wear them with pride. So, I do. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've grown up a little bit since then, I would say. And I just don't think that is really my... I don't want to go for that vibe anymore, but it seems to be just... You have a weakness for... We, I think, are both attracted to men that look like they could be bouncers. Mm, yeah. Or builders. Yeah. It's the broad shoulders, isn't it? And uh -huh. the uber tall. Yeah. That's the kind of vibe. But I'm really trying to branch out because, you know, see, you can go on a date with someone and their personality is just amazing and you get on so, so well. And it's not all about that. But unfortunately, my hinge is... It's unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but no, I'm just letting you know, I didn't actually uh, match with the drug dealer. I'm just putting that out there now. You just I found the drug dealer. I just... And then you were thinking about it? He, he liked my photo and then I was like crossing it off. I was like, can't go down that road again. You're 25. You know what I mean? Well, thank you for being brave with <laughs> us today in the studio. <laughs> Nikki, would you, would you class that, bon that burner phone as a red flag? Oh, um, a major one, like the biggest red flag. Yes. No, don't go down there. People who are listening right now, especially... The Jordan. girly girls, yeah. <laughs> especially Jordan. <laughs> if you see a burner phone or you see them with a the Nokia and they're like, oh, I just use this to text my nan. It's it's not true. They are lying to you. They are just riddled in kit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they've got some cocaine in the So the, uh, the reason I ask is that now my next question for you, for you both actually, is I'd love to just know off the top of your head the sort of things you might see either on a date or on a profile or just in a person that you'd either class as a red flag or as the TikTok generation would like to call it, an ick. Oh. oh. Let's start with Jordan first. Red flags You're or looking icks. so well today, by the way. Thank you. Um, icks, well, I was back, this was back home, and, like, this wasn't a date because there was other people there, but, like, the guy that I was sat across from, we were kind of, like, had a bit of a thing going on. Nobody else knew, but we had a bit of a thing going on. And... I was really, really attracted to him. 
until dinner. And when I say he was horrendously rude to the waiting staff, did he click? He clicked. He um, rolled his eyes. He sent everything back. And like I'm, someone could send me like a dead pigeon on a plate and I would still feel too polite to send it back. Mm. Like I'm that type of person. He sent everything back. He clicked. He rolled his eyes. He bitched about them loudly while they were still there. And like bear in mind, the waitresses were all like young girls as well. And as soon as 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 that dinner was over, I was like, I find you vile. Like, any type of attraction was gone. So, like, rude to, like, service people in any type of way. Like, rude on the phone or rude to waiting staff. Yeah. Completely agree. And at the time, he was also a waiter at somewhere else. And I was like... (coughs) Surely you know. Surely you have some awareness, you know what I mean? But, yeah. Like, there's always that phrase in that they're like, you can always... um, tell somebody in a restaurant who is a waiter or who has worked in service. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Because they like they tip so much better. They like are just so nice to the staff. Yeah. yeah. So that surprises me. Even anytime I'm on the phone, because I did like th- because I worked for Track and Trace for six months and because I dealt with the public on the phone every day, I am now an angel yeah. on the phone to like anybody because I understand how horrendous that job can be. Oh yeah. But yeah, I was just oh god, Masovic, Masovic, huge. And I'm like, I who you, who you, who are you trying to impress? Yeah. Anything exactly. more like like generalized, just like something that you could think of that goes um yeah. hygiene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hygiene. Um, uh, fingernails. I was gonna say that. Fingernails. Um, nose hair. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah, just general hygiene, general grooming, small feet. I've spoke about this, I think, seven times oh, now. every episode. I always look at someone's feet straight away. And if yeah. they look like they're kind of like a size t- nine or below, I'm kind of like, mm. It does change every week. <laughs> yeah. But something, something, I don't know. Like, I remember I was texting this guy back home for a while. And then he sent me a Snapchat. And he was like, he sent a picture of the TV in the background. But literally in the corner of the screen, <laughs> I could see his bare feet. Mm. And the feet just looked weird. And I blocked him. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, we've been yeah. talking for weeks. Yeah. And I just saw, <clears throat> like, the feet weren't even in focus. But just the outline of them. Something just wasn't quite right. Yeah. And I was like, we're done. We're, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Tap and out. No, horrible. <clears throat> horrible. Yeah. I agree with all of that. Oh, <clears throat> one more. Yeah. <laughs> like, lads that are really, really into, like, toilet humour. Like, I'm, uh, like, I don't care about toilet humour. I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, no, it's disgusting. But, like, lads that actually, like, get off and laughing about their own farts. Those guys. I'm like, you, you're barbaric. Yeah. I'm like, you need, to, you need to stop that. Those guys, though, do you realise those guys that make those jokes also are the number one fans of the in-betweeners? Yeah. That. 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 They, they put on their bio on the page if it's dating app. Um... You, oh, what, 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 Bob? What you, did you just say? Yeah. Or they go, you should not date me if you don't like the in-betweeners. I'm like, that is fine. Thank you for letting me yeah, know. Yeah, thank you for letting me yeah. know. Honestly, there is a correlation. Yeah. I think what it is, is that because when that show came out, we were all about 12 years old. Yeah. Very and impressionable. If you are still claiming that to be your favorite show and you are now 25, yeah, you're mentally still 12 years old. If, it's if like the people that still like Celebrity Juice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've grown. We've grown. Yeah. Loved yeah. it at the time. 
not funny not anymore. Really thing anymore. No. No. But I do agree with all the points of fingernails is a major one. Mm. For me, but it's also long fingernails, really. Yeah, I'm like, I don't there need is a sweet spot. I don't need acrylics. Ooh. No, I don't need and acrylics. honestly, if um, I really don't like long fingernails, like they really put me off. I think that's a real another ish. one for me. If they haven't maintained the middle section, if they're I'm on a brow of the yeah, of the eyebrow, if the eyebrow, like, I'm not saying that you need to have like perfectly sculpted eyebrows because a lot of guys just don't actually think to. Um, but if you like haven't maintained at least the middle part, then I'm like, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know. I do agree. Uh-huh. I do agree. I think one thing for me, I think is a kind of ick. It's not. I don't want to say it's an ick because I feel like everyone needs a passion, you know, and the drive to do their own thing. But what I have noticed on the on Hinge basically at the moment is, guys, every single photo has been them topless and everything about their like information about them is always said gym but it's not had like just a smiley photo with their top on you know with their friends it's always been like Mm. i'm like i love if if they like gym or anything that's great but when it becomes their life and their personality that's when i'm like if you wouldn't have time for me you you'd be like i'm I'm sorry got gym i used to be guilty of that i was one of the guys that like i would have I would have a photo of me at the gym or like doing a climbing thing with my top off sort of thing. And then... But then you rebranded? I did. You did? But as well as... I just... In general, I just sort of realised it's just so wanky. If I was the other way around, I don't want to see that. I don't need Mm. to see it. I mean, I think it's great. Don't get me wrong. If you you love keeping in shape and that is a a passion of yours, of course, that's not a bad thing. It's great. But I think when it becomes your personality and it takes over that's your being, yeah. that's when I'm a bit like, do you not like have something when else? They're, when they're in, their bio is just looking for a gym buddy. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, what does no. that even mean, though? Like, what does that mean? You wouldn't have fun. You'd just have chicken and rice. And then whatever their first, yeah. me- their first message would just be like, couldn't wait to see you and your gym shot leggings. Bad you oh. can deadlift loads. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, I can. Oh, do you know what my toxic trait is? In someone's profile picture, if the guy has a dog, I'm in. I'm more interested in the dog. All I want to talk about is the dog. I'm like, when can I see the dog? And they're like, we should like have sex. And I'm like, no. Where's the dog? I'll tell you some some Tinder and Hinge icks. Any girl that's got a well-behaved woman don't make history thing. Oh, live, laugh, love. No, it's, it's, there's, that's, I don't know what it is. Is there's the restaurant in London. Oh, that's right. got the big neon pink sign that says well-behaved women oh, don't make history. I know the one. I know the exact And there's one. another one where there's some neon wings. That yes! Yeah, I've yeah. seen everyone post And that. every other in, uh, Tinder bio, or t- sorry, Tinder photo will be a girl with one of those two neon backgrounds. Yeah. And anytime I see that, or it will be in the toilets at Egg. Oh, the, uh, yes. The weird um, shaped toilets. That's a straight red flag instantly. <laughs> They're yeah. binned. Anybody who takes a selfie higher than their head. Oh. So when they're looking up. They're usually the over 35, like over 30s. You would yeah. d- you No, would but when it looks like it? it's on a drone, yeah. then it's like, <laughs> hmm. So above their head, if it looks like it's been taken on an Android. Yeah. Game over. Oh, God, oh. yeah. And if there's any kind of filter. If they put a dog, uh, if they put the dog filter on. Oh, my on, God. 
<laughs> you know what drives <laughs> me wild when girls especially do this they will upload pictures to instagram that they have saved from snapchat and they still have the fucking <laughs> bear filter on yeah get a life yeah get and they all do you know what i think is actually it's actually scum it's scum behavior scum behavior they will still have the snapchat caption in the instagram picture and then repeat the caption in their caption i'm like you need to take yourself on a long walk and think about it yeah but also i'm not even joking yet and i've said this to you one of my major aches and i will never let this go and I know some people have Snapchat to chat to friends like their friends at uni and stuff like that. I get it. Watch your but snap. Watch your snap. <gasps> do not. Do that just not. instantly means you want my nudes. Yeah. That's no. all that means. If you still have Snapchat over 25 <laughs> and you're saying to a girl, give me a snap, immediately blocked. Immediately blocked. You're a nonce. You, oh, <laughs> no. I hate it. That That is a major ick of mine. You got snap. No, you're a slimy. You're, slimy. you're a slimy. You're a slimy. <sighs> Do you know what I actually found when I was back on the old uh, dating wagon? Uh, uh, no, I wasn't really on the wagon. I was kind of, I don't know, in the Browsing. sidecar. Um, Just being dragged along. Yeah, pretty much. Rope. I would always find a lot more allure in people until I saw nudes. And then as soon as I saw nudes, it had kind of like ruined the like... The mystique. The mystique. Yeah. Almost, it was almost sexier to like tease nudes. But once yeah. they just like, once I just received nudes, I was like... I'm not really that interested anymore. No, I don't see. I'm like I've seen your kidneys before I even know your surname. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. I'm like, mm. I'd rather just wait till in person. To be, I th- don't know if girls are a bit different to guys in that sense, but I would prefer, especially now. Like back in the day, it was a thing, especially in high school. Like send like nudes and stuff like that. Mm. But now I'd be like, mm, I'd r- no. If someone if someone asked me and they haven't even met me yet. I'd be mm. like, no, no. See how much? <laughs> how much? Well, it depends because I, for gay guys, it's different. Yeah. It just it's it's just different. Yeah. Like I know I've I've made this assumption before on on the podcast, but I'm fairly sure from all the the information and stuff I've collected from Grinder, the first message can very well just be a penis. Oftentimes yes. it is. I will oftentimes be able to see a penis or an ass before a face or a name. Uh. Um. Yeah, g- gay guys are just different. Built different. Built, Built different. different. Yeah. Have we got any other icks or red flags that are coming to mind? Mm. Or maybe even, let's go positive, any green flags, anything that you might have seen either online or in person that you've just gone, yeah, that's lovely. You've won me over. Yeah. If Right, okay. If you can make me laugh. Yes. Oh, yeah, baby. You're on. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. This is, this is actually a, an ick, but... Oh. We'll kind of tr- we'll try to turn it around. Do you see if I get a vibe that someone is taking themselves too seriously? Yeah. Oh my god, that it actually generally not even romantically. Like if I, I'm just like speaking to people and I can tell. I think you can always tell with people. It just like oozes off them. People that like can't take a joke and take themselves too seriously. I'm like, I almost feel uncomfortable around those people because oh, me as a person, I'm always just kind of like. <laughs> Yeah, and like everything has an everything has like an air of sarcasm or an air of like, you know, just humor or something. Yeah. Whereas if you're in a room with someone where it's just, oh, I d- oh god. You can so feel if it I yeah, away. so if I get a vibe that someone takes themselves too seriously, or if like you're having to explain a joke, or if they're like, what? Uh, yeah. Uh, completely. Yeah. 
I agree. Mm. But to flip it on its head, mm. I think for me, everyone's a bit different, but when someone is direct with what they want or how they feel lovely and they just say it as it is i find that extremely attractive like not that um oh i don't know like if they're direct and they're like i like you see the game playing Mm -mm. no i'd rather you say to me i want to marry you or i'm like okay yeah i would rather the directness like for instance i got a message the other day and it was like hello hello like not gonna lie you're a bit of me. I need to take you out. And I was like, oh, I was like, this isn't, oh, that's nice. So I was like, that's, you know, it's direct. It's to the point. And I was like, I quite like that. But it's also like not overstepping. Yeah. Yeah. He he said, I would like to take you out on a date. And I was like, okay. He was like, cool. We'll set a date. And I was like, oh, all right. And I think the directness, sometimes you get taken aback a little bit. And it's like, oh, but I really, I really appreciate it. It's a confidence thing, I think, mm. isn't it? Really, that is a major green flag for me. Lovely. Mm. Anything else, George? Green flag. Um, even if it's a, even if it's a specific from your previous experience. Green flag, green flag. Um, someone that can kind of rally with me. So if I say something again, this is kind of going off what I've just said. But if I throw a joke out there or say something and they rally it back and throw it back the at banter. me i'm like oh we're playing ball baby yeah we're playing ball baby we need the banter like don't you so yeah. oh mm. shut up no. um i like well. that i like <laughs> um a beard you could put a beard on a pig and i'd be like that's a sexy pig i'm yeah. really we're making bacon i'm really trying to get a beard i think that's why I'm, uh, you look yeah. so <laughs> god I you're I looking have, well I, have, I haven't shaved in about three <laughs> weeks and it looks like i've not shaved in two days <laughs> oh wow uh, completely random thought i was on the stairmaster the other day and i was considering what it would be like to dye my facial hair oh yeah what color D- like to my actual color of my hair because my facial hair is ginger yeah and i was thinking oh, what no, would it I be like, like it. if i had dark facial hair god i think you'd look even older i think you'd look old even older to imply <laughs> to he looks he looks old in a, an amazing rugged way uh-huh you don't look old. Uh-huh. You just look mature, my darling. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> um, and fat thighs and a fat ass. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I've spoke about asses on this podcast before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love Appreciate a fat ass on, ma- on men and women. Mm-hmm. I just want to smack it all yeah. day. I love strong legs. Oh, big strong legs. legs. Big legs. Come on. But you know what I find so strange? Mm. Part of me is like embarrassed about my big legs, but then I love big legs and other people. Yes. I'm like, what's that about? Yeah. But then, right, right, I have something to say. Oh, I have something to say. We've reached this point of the show. I have something show. to say. I have this body expectation of myself where I'm like, I want no body fat. I want to be ripped. No one's going to find me attractive unless I'm, you know, uh. But then I'm not attracted to that. Mm. When I think about on paper the type of body I'm attracted to, written down on paper, I'm basically describing myself. So why am I like, uh, no one's going to find me attractive unless I have abs, but even I'm like, I don't find abs attractive. In fact, I prefer a belly. Yeah, you know why that is, darling? Hmm. Societal standards. (sighs) Lady in red. I think we just found next week's podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to write that down for next week. Anyway, sorry. Chesney? Green flags? Uh, well, the only one I can actually think of is just a, the most specific green flag to me that's ever happened. Blonde? 
well, that's a very big green flag. Okay. That's uh-huh. that's you're in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is. I will. I was telling the guys earlier my um fairground story. Oh. The fact that the uh of basically I'm I'm fairly sure I've mentioned this on the show before, but if I haven't, um, sick warning incoming. If anyone doesn't like to talk about sick, uh, I was going out on a on a second date with a girl, and basically ended up going onto a ride, realizing very quickly I was going to be sick on that ride, and was then fully sick down myself on the ride. Made it very. Made every uh, attempt I could to make sure it didn't go on her and was successful. And I feel like a lot of people in that situation, if they were that girl, and this was the second time you'd seen this person, and you were sick on a date like that, you might run for the hills. Or you might not be too, you know, supportive. It might be a bit weirded out. Definitely a shock. Yeah. Yeah. But to her credit, incredibly lovely. Instantly helps me get cleaned up. Gets me home, gets me into a new set of clothes. It was lovely, and just and just to know that actually it becomes a laugh. Yeah, Yeah. and it could have been a really traumatic moment, but because she was nice enough to sort of switch it on its head. Yeah. Instantly, I was like, "Oh, you're nice." No, that's lovely. lovely. I think it is the shock factor. I think if that happened to me in a situation, I'd be like, "Oh my god!" But I think, like Jordan said, you got to kind of spin it on your head and have a little laugh with it. That's the thing. You don't want someone who's going to end up just being so dramatic no. or be negative about stuff. Oh, There's people that will, like, something negative will happen and they will th- just dive even deeper and further down into the negative spiral. Yeah. Whereas I think a, gr- a great re- green flag in general is someone who can then just go turn it upwards and make it in- and spin it into a positive, definitely. Definitely. That is the ma- it, it's that is between like a good date and a bad date is how you yeah. your attitude towards it because God like I went on a date once where the guy was like oh, yeah you're right yeah, yeah you want a drink yeah and it was that vibe the whole yeah. time and I was like oh you're not gonna you know have a laugh with me about something we're not gonna really chat it's oh. it was more yeah. Like, yeah you look nice today. it's like, you know, like oh. It, it's the difference between going out to a restaurant with somebody and the food is 20 minutes delayed and the drink's terrible and how that affects the date. Like, yeah. is that person, are you going to make this a joke? Are you going to be positive about it? Yeah. Or are you going to start complaining? Are you going to start getting aggy? Are you going to start being annoyed? Yeah. Exactly. Are those are those little things Definitely. that show a greater range of a person's emotions, oh, I think. 100%. There. 100%. You definitely want to go on a second date with someone if they are like, actually laughing at something and be like oh mm. it's fine it's yeah. fine like it's just one of if them. they're like very easily derailed by mm. like any inconvenience that's like a fuck you'd be a nightmare yeah but the problem we have jordan we we <laughs> that's quite like we it. go to the other extreme yeah um where they can punch us in the face and we're like he's kind of a special guy <laughs> <laughs> i can change him you hauled your cookies all the <laughs> way to the beach for some guy <laughs> he wasn't just any guy <laughs> No, oh, I had such fun this summer. Oh, yeah. no. You know things are bad when I'm quoting Greece. Oh, it's Don't oh. worry about a canicky. I think before we mistake. get before you get any worse, I think we may end it there, Jordan. If that's okay. Oh. We oh. are going to end that there, and we're going to say a massive thank you to Miss Nikki Kelly oh. for joining oh. us. Thank you for having oh. me. A great host. Abby will not be returning. We are. Oh no, Abby, we miss you. No, with all being well, Abby will join us again. In the studio next week. Yeah. Uh, but Nikki, if you want to shout anything out, any any socials you want to plug, 
Oh my gosh, well, I don't really use... Mm, my Insta is Nicole Kelly, mm-hmm. underscore, mm-hmm. N-I-C-H-O-L-K-E-L-L-Y, underscore. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that is it, guys, that is it. Okay. And she's out. Oh, and she, oh, she's oh, left the studio. Oh, glasses off. Oh, she's left the studio. Bra Bye. off. She, <laughs> she's walked. Bye. She's out of the door. Jordan, uh, where can we find you on Instagram? You can find me at Jordan E. E. Donnelly on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on TikTok at Jordan Donnelly 97. And you're really promoting that TikTok at the moment. I'm really, I'm trying to invest time in my TikTok. It's a bit like a CV, like an online CV. I feel like you're doing what I did a few, like about a year ago. You get it. You get I the got taste like, of it. I got big on TikTok for like a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've kind of got the taste for TikTok at the minute, so I'm riding the wave, seeing how it goes. And uh, me, you can find me on Instagram uh, and Twitter at Chesney FM, and you can listen to my Saturday morning breakfast radio show on Box Office Radio between 8 and 10 a.m. Jordan, what's the Instagram? The Instagram for the Tight Lads podcast is at Tight Lads underscore podcast yes it is guy fucking panicked there and the tiktok is at tight lads pod yes uh have we got anything else you want to add any songs to sing any fun quips you I want to have, make i have a concern right oh god so you didn't have you didn't do a guitar check this week i didn't for a very good reason but my issue with the guitar any fellow musicians out there will understand uh, a bar chord i'm struggling with a bar chord and Chesney, uh, you did do it on an episode, didn't you? You did what, it on last, yeah. last week's episode, yeah. So Chesney has sent me a challenge that for the end of season two of in the podcast, in six weeks' time, I want I need to be able to play a song in full. But the song I've chosen requires a bar chord, which is very, very tricky to play. So that's kind of where my head's at. And this is why I hadn't done a guitar check, because I wanted just to leave you to it until the end of the season. It's fair. You were respecting my boundaries, I and I, I took advantage of that. But in the meantime, Nikki, you ready? You say stay tight. Yeah? You know no. the outro. No? Yeah. Well, well, we'll do it together and then. Okay. Dark cool. bitch. Right. <laughs> in the meantime, stay tight. Very nice.